1: tune into the t-course show live on my side edition and i have the honor and privilege of interviewing film director writer and actor Louis p hi <laughs> thank
0: you for having me it's a pleasure to be here no
1: thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to even be on my little out show <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's it's kind of interesting how um, well if we take it back to the day we met in New York, where it was just you and I, musical guests on a radio show, and then a few years later, look at where we are today. You know, yeah, came on there. Funny. As, mm-hmm. No, as I, was, I was say, it's funny. You know. I-
0: works out and and all the the different the different people you meet and and how how a lot of things you know just come full circle
1: Mm. no you're right because i remember i was the first artist and you were sitting in the corner (laughs) and i was like you was definitely chilling and i was like you know i don't know who that is but once you hear what i have to say watch and become my new fan (laughs) And hopefully he's gonna want to work with me because he seems like a New Yorker, which means you know they got a certain swag to him. <laughs> but I'm about to get him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, all day every day. Absolutely. But this interview is not about the music. It's about the film. Now talk to our listeners. How you came from being a music artist to actually producing your own film?
0: I've, I've always loved film. I've always been a you know just a, a fan of, of movies in general, and I've always wanted to do it. And um, I always had planned to try to transition from music to to doing film. You know, much in the vein of like an Ice Cube, like that's always been in. A goal of mine, and uh, when I finally had the opportunity to do a film, um, I had I had messed around with a film idea back in 2013, but I didn't really have the means or the know-how to really do it and put it together, so it kind of just fell by the wayside, and um, in in about 20, 2015, I just started writing this, this idea for a short film, and I just said, you know what, I'm just going to try this out myself, and I just... Decided to, you know, write out the film, write out the characters, write out the scenes, and and I, I actually used my platform in music do uh, a couple of shows, sold a lot of T-shirts, sold a lot of, of, of albums, and I used the money that I got from all of that to finance the film, and um, we, were, we were able to shoot it. Um, took about a, a year to kind of do everything, you know, we had some setbacks here and there, but... um. We finally were able to get it out there in, um, in 2018, and uh, I'm definitely proud of, of what we accomplished and what we did, and it's just, a, just the first step, you know, it's just the first, the, the toe in the water, so to speak, so it just, it just, it's starting to open doors for a lot of other things. I've met so many, so many people through doing the film that have seen it that, you know, I'm talking business with and, and want to possibly work in the future, so there's a lot of exciting things being talked about.
1: Okay, okay. Well, as you know, <clears throat> when you first came out with the film, I did watch it <laughs> and I kind of cringed a little bit because the sound effects were so loud in my ear. And I don't, <laughs> um, I when it comes to like violence, it just makes me jump like more than your average. So I was like, you know what, let me now listen to this in my headphones. <laughs> let me watch it without it but um my question to you is even though you started with the music and i think it's kind of dope that you took that money to fund your project but tell the people the name of your film and why did you actually go with that type of story and how does it actually connect to you personally if it actually does well
0: the name of the film is Renal carter and um I play the title character Ramel, and I, re- I really went with the type of film because I'm a huge fan of action films. I love action thrillers, and I love martial arts movies. And I've always, um, I've always had a, a, a dream to want to do one, you know, and, and want to just um, put that to screen one day. So when I was writing down the character, and I was writing out the scenes uh for my character and the fight scenes and everything like that it kind of just started coming together and we wanted to do like um something in the vein of like a taken you know but we we kind of i kind of took inspiration from a lot of different films that i'm a fan of personally like taken um the newly uh the newly at the time watched the raid series into the dragon there's a lot of elements of, of a lot of films that I'm just a fan of that are incorporated in the film and are sprinkled in there throughout. And I kinda wanted to, to pay homage to a lot of things that I'm just I grew up being a fan of. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and it was really it was really a dream of mine to really want to do it because growing up I was such a huge fan of Bruce Lee and I, I, I got into martial arts because of Bruce Lee and I remember going to school, and, and it was always, you know, oh, black people don't do martial arts. That's the Chinese thing. Black people don't do kung fu. And I remember seeing Wesley Snipes on screen when I was, I was I had to be like five. I was a little kid. Yeah. And it was passage 57. And I remember seeing that. And he was it was the first time I've ever seen a black martial artist that was like a mega star. I mean, there have been other black martial artists in film before, but usually like the like a lower level character I never saw a, a, a main character that was black and when I saw that it was really inspiring to me because it was really like wow like yeah we do do martial arts you know what I mean and, and I really to this day um he's one of my favorite actors still but I really wanted to kind of to kind of do that ever since that moment like I've always just dreamed of doing it I know martial arts and I always wanted to just try my hand in doing it on screen. And mm-hmm. screen fighting is a little different than than um, real fighting, but it was definitely such a fun experience, and, and that's kind of really where the idea kind of developed from. It's just really just taking a lot of elements of things that I'm a fan of, mm-hmm. and I wanted to kind of put it together and, and blend it up and, and put it out.
1: Okay. It's kind of interesting that you um, mentioned the fact that you took it from your inspiration for writing the story came from a lot of movies that you particularly like because when I watched it (laughs) it actually did remind me a little bit of Taken but it's funny to me because Taken actually one of my favorite films you know so I was like hmm this is reminding me of it but I'm not sure if it actually is some type of connection there you know so to hear you say that i think is um interesting <laughs> and when it came to the um the fighting scenes <clears throat> i can tell that you had to really practice for it cuz i'm sure you had to do your own stunts but were you into martial arts before the film or um you got into it because of the film
0: Well, no, I've I've been in martial arts my entire life uh, since I was little, and I trained in I trained in a few different styles. I trained in karate, I trained in Taekwondo and Judo, and I got my I got my black belt in martial arts back in 2002. So I've uh, I've been um, I trained in martial arts before I did that, but in order to do the stunts and the fight scenes for the movie, there was that had to be learned, there was the timing that had to be right, and, you know, trying to accurately display punches and kicks without actually hurting the other actors and Mm -hmm. hurting everyone else, you know, because we're not, we have to pull punches here, so that was kind of uh, a new thing, because as a martial artist, you're trained to hit, and when you're doing film, you're trained not to hit, but to make it look like you did, you know, so it, it was definitely experience to do that and I had a great fight choreographer for the final fight his name is Darren and he choreographed that last fight between me and him and Mm -hmm. I learned a lot from him on the set and 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 just going through that and it was it was it was really such a great experience and and it's it's motivational to really want to do more and really want to you know get 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 a lot more done because now I feel a lot more familiar and confident with what it takes that I did when I when we shot that you know, so it's, it's, it was definitely a, a,
1: a phenomenal experience to do it, though. Okay. Um, I'm glad that you actually experienced that. And I tell people, as soon as you get your foot in the door, depending, it really, really depends on whatever you're doing, it seems a little easier because you're like, okay, this is what I did. Now I know what to do for the next one, you know? Even though when it comes to projects like music, (laughs) we get a little more pressure. (laughs) Like, okay, this is a great project, but now i got to make one that's phenomenal. But we learn the business side of what we're supposed to do. It's all about building that foundation so everything can fall into place after the fact. So my question for you, when it comes to this film, in the beginning, like you said, you took your music money and invested it into the film. And that's something I try to teach a lot of music artists. Like, If you really have a true passion for something, you can't just wait for someone else to to discover you. Yes, it happens, but I feel like it's more of the lottery. I keep reminding them, you have to invest in your own craft. You have to invest in your own career. You have to invest in your own dreams. So I truly commend you for taking the money that you made in your music career to invest it in your acting and film. Because that's a lot of bread that you put up. <laughs> and the average independent artist would have never fronted all that money to do what you did. That means you truly have a love and you really um, wanted to bring that vision to life by any means necessary, even if you had to come out of your own pocket. So for that alone I respect you so much. Like I really do. Now when it comes I to appreciate that. Absolutely. Now what made you pick the characters that you think for this film? <laughs> I don't mean the laugh, as far as but the actors, the actors yeah. or the,
0: the characters that are
1: written. Um the actors and the actress. Cuz the guy um i don't want to give away the film because i want you guys that are listening and tuning in to watch it but the guy i think he was like the white guy that he called to um you know go handle something he was funny uh, to me <laughs> he was so funny you know, to me
0: <laughs> well the the cast the cast is really comprised of, of um a of very very good very very good people very very good friends of mine and um uh, the gentleman that you're referring to, his name is Tommy Grayson. Uh, he's an independent wrestler. He's a he's a professional wrestler. Him and his brother, his brother is also in the movie. He's the gentleman I fight at the end that takes his shirt off. Okay. Um, and um, both of them are really good friends of mine. I um, when I started writing it, I was uh, speaking to him about being a part of it. You know, he has very good um very good character very good characteristics and he's you know he entertains for a living this is what he does mm-hmm. and um you know that's 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 my brother from another mother you know what i mean so he yeah. you know working with him was, was, was definitely fun um the villain in the film uh alex riley played by chris green another good 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 partner of mine we've we've worked together in the past um because we both did music and um He's uh I've known him for for quite a while. He's a very talented individual, you know what I mean? Uh the the the, the gentleman that plays my friend my, my partner Elliot in the film, uh Jelani Jeffries, another one that I've I've known through music, uh very good friend of mine. We actually when I took uh karate years ago, we were in the same class. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually took we, we took karate together when we were younger. And um, I've known him for quite some time now. You know, talented artist, talented actor, good friend of mine. Uh, Sienna, Sienna J, who plays my character's wife in the movie. We actually worked together previously. She's in my video for Belly Dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I met her when I was doing a show. I was opening up for Genuine, and she was. It was a fashion show. She was one of the models in the fashion show. Mm-hmm. I was performing. And I met her backstage. We talked for a little bit. Uh, she agreed to do Belly Dancer, and then I contacted her again about doing um, about doing the film. Mm-hmm. And so we met up, and we 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 kind of you know vibed and, and, and got it done. And um, and she agreed. She agreed to come on. She she did you know a great job for like the little parts where she has to get pushed and has to get you know get a little physical on herself you know yeah. she was a trooper through all of that uh one of the shots one of the shoots we did was like a a, a, a 10 11 hour day with a long day you know she you know she she, she was really a trooper and, and, and fun to work with and um you know the rest of the cast uh the gentleman I fight at the end Darren Holmquist he was fight choreographer for that last scene and um I learned a lot, you know what I mean, uh, working with him, and he's a professional stuntman. And I learned a lot as far as how certain camera angles work, how certain shots work, and certain things I didn't know, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. it was very, very educational, very good learning experience. The last fight that me and him, the, the last fight scene, that was seven hours to shoot that, yeah. and um, it was, it was really, it was really grueling because a lot of the scenes that. A lot of the moments in the fight, like when he throws me to the ground, you know, it's a it's a wooden floor, so we're doing like seven, eight takes of this, and I'm not wearing pads, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's, it's a wide shot, so I'm taking the fall, there's no pads, there's no mattress to break my fall, so I'm taking the fall, and, and you know, we're getting kicked, we're really hitting each other, we're slipping up on some punches here and there, so it was you know, some bumps and bruises after shooting that day but it was uh, it was well worth it to get the shot and to make it look the way it did and um, of course uh, a few other people that are, are in the film um, my boy Cracker Jack uh, yeah. Jersey Kid, my boy Walter, my boy Oscar they all played guards that I, I fight towards the end of the film my boy Xavier and um, they did a great job again you know what I mean a lot of these shots were A lot of these were filmed on you know it was long days and it was a lot of redo 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 so for them to have to take a lot of falls and then all of them aren't professionally trained stuntmen you know they they did a magnificent job and i'm very blessed and happy to to work with the people that i got to work with to put this together
1: absolutely and i i tell people there's nothing like having a great team to bring a vision to life you know and um I could tell you guys worked very well together because, as you can tell, the project's been complete. It came out great. And while I was watching it, um, I was like, you know what? This is a great short film, but it needs to be longer. And the reason I say that, because it was certain scenes I felt like it was kind of rushed, but at the same time, it's a short film and um you gotta get in what you can get in so do you have a vision for the future when it comes to this like are you hoping that a major um film network or something will pick it up and turn it into like a full like two hour movie that we're actually gonna be at the theaters watching it or (laughs) do you have a vision of being in um Festivals for short films. What was your vision when you first started, and what is your vision now for the movie?
0: My vision when I first started writing it was really I wanted to get a complete project out that I can show people, and that people can see, and that investors can see, and see what we did with really no budget. And the hardest part about it, exactly what you said, um, being that it's a short film. When writing it, the hardest part is, okay, how do I flush out all these characters enough to make the audience care in 25 minutes? You know what I mean? Like, I don't have an hour and a half to do this. How do I make the audience care about my wife? How do I make the audience care about my character and the villain and all these other characters in it? So I wanted to give each character their moment of dialogue or showmanship, something to make the audience kind of get that little bit of hmm, like interest in this character or investment in the character. You know what I mean? I wanted to show, you know, when the scene, there's a scene where my character and my wife's character is introduced, and it's a little scene that to some people, they may say, well, that scene didn't really serve the story, so why does it have to be in it? But it does serve the story because the scene is meant to show you a place or relationship between two characters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's meant to introduce a character that is vital to the story. If that scene's not in there and what happens happens and it just happens without that, then that investment, that initial investment from meeting the character previously is not is non-existent. It's just a random person that you've never seen that something happens to and then okay, you have no prior knowledge to who this person is, you know what I mean, so Mm -hmm. it was very challenging to kind of do that, so in the future, yes, I I definitely would love to make um, full-length feature films, you know, um, provided the budget is right and provided the situation and the script is right, and for this one, we were originally in talks to make this a series.
1: Um, Mm. Like a web series?
0: So, something like that, like an um, episonic series, like six episodes, and it was going to be a series that culminated to things. But when I, when we made it into a short due to budget restriction, we made it into a short. We decided, you know, we have something here. Let's 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 put this out and see how people respond. And the response that we got from it was so, so unexpectedly positive, mm-hmm. you know, from people that don't know me, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people that I've, like, I have, we've gotten about, uh, you know, 10, 10, 20 review reaction videos that are all online, you know, people reviewing the film, and, and none, I don't know any of these people personally, they don't know me, I'm all on the wall, you know what I mean? So their objectivity to me is not questioned, because they have no reason to lie to me, they don't know me. And you know, we've gotten so many positive reviews, and so many people asking us if we're going to do a sequel, a part two. And you know, I, you know, without really giving anything away, you know, we're 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 talking some ideas for a sequel and 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 expanding the universe and the lore and the story, and kind of completing certain character arcs that are introduced in the first one. So my vision for it now is I want to put out a sequel that can. Kind of act as making it like a full feature, you know what I mean? Although if we, although the, the, the runtime would be about an hour total if we do another shorty, another thirty minute uh, version of it, but we'll have a little more time to kind of delve into my character's backstory and explain certain things that may not have been explained in the first one that some people may have questions to, and what happens with certain people in um, in the first one. And that's kind, of where the, that's kind of where our head is at now. We're, we're, we're in talks to kind of develop um, a proper next chapter for this story. And, you know, if it, if it's taken right, then we might keep it going. You know what I mean? And, and, if, and if we were ever fortunate enough to get picked up and, you know, someone wanted to buy it and make it a feature, you know, whether it would star me or not, you know what I mean? It would be something that will be a blessing and definitely something that I would, I would uh, take the opportunity.
1: Okay. Um, I hear what you're saying and I can see why you want to do a sequel because of the way the movie left off. And I love the way how you, um, I love the ending because you can tell something else is going to happen, which means. Where's the sequel? (laughs) When's it coming? Because we need to know what happens in the end. It's kind of like when a TV series, um, in the season on a to be continued. That's how you ended the film. And I think that was kind of dope because it'll make your fans and new fans looking forward to the next project. Or as you know, the prolonged full film length, um, movie. Also, um... It was something else you just said that made me want to ask you another question. Um, But let me get back to that once it comes back to my mind. (laughs) So my question to you, um, going back to the beginning, here it was. You said that you'll be okay if the movie get picked up by like a major um, motion picture company or whatever and you said you're okay with someone else playing the leading role so I guess it's more the fact that you've written this project you want to put it out there but you really would be okay with someone else playing the role the reason I ask you because it brings me back to the film Rocky where Sebastian um, Stallone was you know homeless and he wrote this movie and then he pitched it. He was like, nope, I have to <laughs> star in it. You know what I'm saying? So my question to you is, is being the actor more important or your major passion? Or is it more being a writer or even being in the film industry as a whole in itself? Does it actually matter which role you play or position you're in?
0: Well, I mean, personally, I I love to write. I that's why I got, I got into music originally, and that's why I've always had, you know, the vision to want to possibly do a film. I just I love to to, to sculpt out and create an idea like that. Has always been a passion for me. is just writing. I love to put images in my head to paper and then to see those images come to light, whether it's a song, a music video, or film. And that's why I said if someone wanted to pick it up and they had an idea to kind of expand and one of those ideas was to cast someone else that they may see um, fitting a certain way, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it because for me the vision the vision is the over the the overarching story. The vision is, you know, the the, the character that I that I portrayed that I wrote and the story that I, I portrayed the the story that I wrote being put on the big screen. You know, of course I would want credit for it, but just to see it come to life is something that I would be touched by because it's my idea. You yeah. know what I mean? And and, and it's more so my passion more so lies in that i'm 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 the the my favorite part about creating is the process of putting it together cuz once the project is done and it's out it's out mm-hmm. you know what i mean like even even doing music it was always the feeling of being in the studio hearing the beats and okay i got something to oh i can't wait for these people hear this oh my god i can't wait for people to see this so those moments are my favorite the creation the creative process putting everything together I love those moments and then once you put it out you're putting it out there to be judged by people some people will like it some people won't won't like it so you're going to get positive feedback you may get negative feedback you may you know you know whatever whatever but my my love lies in just the creative process of putting it all together and seeing it all come together and then we put it out, but i that, to me, is where the real fun is. The real fun is just the ideas, bouncing ideas off of people sitting in a room like, okay, what if we do this and do this? And then when we start to film and just seeing it come together, looking back at the shots, like, wow. And then once we review the final product and we look back and said, yo, we know all the blood, sweat, and tears we put into this, man. Like, this is, we're happy. You know what I mean? Like, that's, to me, for me, that's the thrill of it. Brotherhood
1: just is creative for us. Mm-hmm. No, I totally understand that and respect that so much. Quick question. Not to always try to bring it back to um <laughs> the music, but <clears throat> being that you, I assume, still are a music artist, you ever thought about doing a soundtrack for it?
0: Um,. Well, when I, when we first started to film, that was brought up to me, uh, what I want to do that, and we instead opted to go with, uh, with the, with the score for the whole film. Um, there's a continuous score that plays throughout the whole film, breaks during some of the fight scenes, but, um, we, Emmanuel Ben Israel did the, the score for that. I've worked with him for years as my brother, and, um. He, he did the score, um, he had an idea, so I said, okay, do your thing, and then he let me hear it, and I said, okay, let's go with that, and also, just to put this on for the street, because I have never really posted it or said it directly, I've only said it to people when they've asked me, but I no longer do music, I, <gasps> I'm not, a, I'm not a, a musician anymore, I Put my last CD out, <clears throat> flight mode uh, back before I put the film out. So on my website still, but i moved on from uh, the music industry. So I'm I'm a you can call me a retired rapper. If that's <laughs> you
1: know. What? You didn't even get a yeah. T-Quest feature.
0: And that's 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 why I've been I, I haven't really put it out there because I I will say I don't believe that I don't necessarily believe that an artist really actually retires you know what I mean if there if the inspiration comes back or if one just feels like I just feel like spitting the that you know what I mean I'm not no, saying I wouldn't right. do it that's why I haven't really said I'm done I'm finished with it I just it um the passion for music for me started to kind of dim. And a lot of it is the direction that the industry is going in and, and the sound. I'm just, it's just, I'm just not a fan of it, to be honest. And it kind of just really dimmed the light for that. And as I started progressing with the film, that kind of became my big, big focus. So it kind of just took me to another mental headspace to the point where I'm not really in the headspace of a rapper anymore. You know, I've been asked for ciphers and, and tracks here and there, but it, I just said, like, I'm just not in that headspace. So it's just not really a thing I care
1: to do. I mean, you know, I totally understand to a certain degree, even with me, with me expanding from just being a music artist, but to a radio personality, a blogger, a podcaster, you know, doing all these other um, divisions of the music industry. But at the same time, I would never stop doing music. Like, I'm still writing, I'm still recording, I'm still doing features because I always did my music for me first. Yes, the industry has definitely been tainted, and a lot of music artists have started to become very discouraged, you know. But like you said, (laughs) you never actually truly retire 100%, but right now your heart is into the film, and I totally understand that. But just know that once you become big, I need to be on the soundtrack.
0: <laughs> oh, of course. We we got a bunch of projects we're in discussion for. You it, know, so and I need to be in the film
1: as fan. an actress because you already know, like, I have personalities for the big screen. <laughs> so you can mm-hmm. definitely make that happen. But um for the listeners out there they keep asking me the name of the film and even though I did write it to them, can you tell the listeners The name of the film, a quick synopsis on it, and where they can find it.
0: Well, the name of the film is is Ramel Carter. It's a short film. You can check it out. It's on louisptv.com. It's on YouTube. You know, you type it into Google, pops right up. Ramel Carter. And without really getting into spoilers, on the surface, it's a film about a gentleman who is faced with a situation when his wife gets kidnapped and held for a ransom and he's essentially given five hours to either give up what is asked for or his wife will be murdered so this character chooses to fight his way through to try to rescue her you know and um I play the I play the title character ramel Carter and you know it's uh It's in the vein of an action thriller, you know, 28 minutes long, LouisPTV.com. You know, we have some, if you're a fan of fight scenes, if you're a fan of action, if you're a fan of, 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 you know, hand-to-hand combat with no shaky cam or cut -cut scenes that you can't really see what's going on, you know, i definitely check it out and tell us what you think. You're going to leave a comment. You know, we love the feedback. Give us your feedback. Let us know if you want to see a sequel.
1: Absolutely. So <clears throat> for the ones who didn't catch that, I'm definitely going to send the information once I convert this show to my mobile app, all the information will be there and you guys can follow it and watch it and please give your feedback. Feedback, comments <laughs> are so important <laughs> to artists, actors, film directors, producers, because technically... We can't do what we do without the people who are listening, watching, purchasing, and, you know, it's like hand in hand. (laughs) It's cool to have a product, but if you don't have a consumer, what's going to happen with that product? You know, we need to know the good, the bad, so we know how to change things or adjust it for the next project that we do. So please give your comments and feedback, even if it's just to show love. You know, we definitely appreciate that as well, and um, I want to thank you, Louie, for taking the time out <clears throat> to be interviewed on the T-Quest Show Live on My Side edition, and I'm looking forward to the sequel whenever it comes out, and um, I'm going to make sure all the listeners get your information, and um, before we go, any words, or words of encouragement for anyone that's trying to be in the industry or starting out in the film industry also for the ones just drop some jewels about the importance of investing in your vision so they can come to life and not depending on others to do it
0: well i will always say you know you have to ask yourself how bad do you want something you know how bad do you want it there's always a way to make something happen no matter how hard it may seem there's always a way but you have to ask how bad do you want it what are you willing to sacrifice and what are you willing to do and if if you're willing to do anything and do whatever it takes and you'll find a way to do it but i would always say no matter what you do you know be a sponge soak up the knowledge you know never be afraid to ask questions always learn don't don't come with that attitude like you know everything you know, and you, you got to empty your cup, so to speak. You know, you got to empty your cup so you can fill it up with the knowledge you need to do and Never stop learning. Never stop being a student. And never stop being hungry. You know, you treat every day like it's your first day at work, like it's your first day of school. That that mentality you have, where you're trying to you're trying to give your all. You know, you don't want to get comfortable. You know, you always want to try to learn. You always want to try to grow. And you always want to try to put out the best product that you can put out. And then. Try to top it your next time out. So you're always trying to, you're always challenging yourself. You always want to be better than your last. You know, and and I would say that's the best thing to compare yourself to is compare yourself to yourself. Where have you grown? Where are you going? And I say, don't let anyone else discourage you from that. You know, people are always going to have opinions about you. You can't do that. You can't. They're trying to project their own insecurities onto you. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to. You gotta have that mind state of, of, you know, if no one's ever done it, I'ma be the first to do it. You know, what I mean? and if someone has done it, then it's possible. You know what I mean? Just because you can't find a way to get to where you need to get doesn't mean it doesn't exist. It just means you're lost still, and you ain't got the GPS hooked up right. You just don't know where it's at. I'm gonna find where it's at. And when I find where it's at, I'll show y'all how how to get there. You know what I mean? Like you have to have that mentality. Nothing. You can't let anything stop you or anyone stop you from winning. It can happen for you. It can be done. You just have to do it. You have to work every single day. You have to work and get better and keep perfecting your craft. And don't let no one stop you.
1: You know what's interesting about that is when I do interviews or hear interviews people's always giving these words of encouragement, and yet you feel like no one really listened to it because I tell people, I think people know what to do, but they just don't choose to do it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, at the end of the day, you can't be shocked if someone gets to a level you wish you were on because you decided not to push harder than what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? But I tell people as, I don't want to say the elders, because we're not that old, but as people who's been a little in the game a little longer, a little seasoned, we say this because we had to work hard to get to where we are today. Everything was not handed to us, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Even when it came to the music, um, grinding, pushing out those demos tapes, going to mom and pop stores, you know, getting the flyers made. <laughs> even if you had to do the demos ourselves, you have to really put in that groundwork. And I understand that even with social media today, yes, it's a great tool but you still have to do the work. You still have to invest. And it's not just um, companies out here, people that's trying to rob you and take advantage of you. You really have to invest in yourself in your brand and your product, whatever it is. So, and then I always tell people at the end of the day, we're only responsible for what we do and what we don't do and what we say and what we don't say. So we can give the knowledge we can give the advice. We've done our part. It's up to you if you decide to go forward and taking that. So you can use it as motivation to do what you want to do. You know, but um. And
0: it's also it's also important. Sorry to cut you off, but it's it's also important the thing you said. You know, you got to invest. This is why I always say, don't be afraid to ask questions, because some people, there are people out there they don't know what to invest in and they don't know how to do certain things but they may not speak up about it they may they may be a little too afraid or even they just don't want to seem like now nah, I got to seem like I'm on this up no ask if you don't know how to do something ask google it figure it out try to you have to That's part of the groundwork. You have to figure, you have to learn, you have to, don't be afraid to be a student. Everybody wants to be the boss. Everybody wants to be the teacher. You cannot be the teacher if you were never the student. You cannot Mm. be the boss if you were never the worker. You Mm. have to be, you have to be able to learn in order to put these skills to the right places where they need to be, and then you can apply it the right way, because there are a lot of people, artists especially, that waste money on a lot of things because they think that's going to get them popping or they think that's and that's not what it is because they're not doing the research that they need to do mm-hmm. and they don't want to. Some people don't want to but if you, if you really want something no matter what it is you have to be a student. You have to learn the ins and outs of whatever your lane is and then you can know where to invest and what to invest in.
1: Absolutely and I'm glad you brought that up not to remix it too much but It's something I've been um, speaking about for a while now. And it's pretty much what you said, but sometimes it backfires. If you want to learn something, you have to do your research, which I agree with. And don't be afraid to ask questions, especially if you need help, right? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: What I've noticed and what I've experienced myself is... Having the courage to ask for help or to get an understanding of something that I don't know or aware of, but I feel like some leaders and mentors would chastise you and make you feel bad for not knowing instead of educating you, you know, because a lot of them are always complaining like, oh, how do you not know this? Or you should know this. I'm like. That's the whole purpose of me coming to you because I don't know. Don't make me feel bad because I don't know. Just answer the question (laughs) so I can know, so I can move forward with the knowledge and pass it on to the next one. Now, how can we really be leaders and complain about the new generation coming up? Like, oh, they don't know this and they don't know that, but did you teach it to them? And then when they came to you for help, Did you shoot them down? Did you belittle them? Or did you really help them so they can do what they need to do to get to where they need to go? We are lacking so many leaders. We're lacking so many educators. We're lacking so many mentors that you wonder why they don't listen to us. You wonder why they're listening to each other. And if they both don't know, then what are they going to do? They're always going to be lost. But at the same time, they still have to still be open because there are people like you and myself that will be here to help guide to a certain degree. And it's people like you and myself who will come into situations where we don't know something and we will humble ourselves enough to find out the information so we can get done these projects that we need to get done. Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: And I feel like if you're the if you are a leader then It is your job to give those who you are leading you don't necessarily even have to give them the answers you know what i mean sometimes people aren't going to give you the answers but Mm -hmm. they'll give you the tools they'll give you the guidelines to research to find the answers they may give you the book you need to read they may give you what you need to do to figure this out for yourself they may not just give you the answers on the nose and that's okay Mm -hmm. but if you really want this you will figure out a way to accomplish it. If you really want this, nothing's going to stop you, nothing's going to discourage you. And there are some leaders out there, some quote unquote leaders that never want to see the students surpass them mm. and that's why they may make you feel that way. So a lot of that is a lot of that is again, you know there's hate, there's insecurity and there's jealousy. When it comes to any level of, of success in any industry, there's always going to be people that want to see you do good, but not better than them. And if you are a threat to do better than them, they want to keep you at a certain level. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they're afraid that you're going to break through that level and break past. And that's their own insecurities. And you and that, and that shine that that's that that can't stop your shine. That can't stop your grind. That you know, sometimes, like I said, this person may not have the answers. Okay, they're never the only person that does. Absolutely.
1: There's always a way. Absolutely. And I I was just talking about this yesterday too when it comes to doing your research. I'm like, the tools are there. The answers are there, just like in school. They give you the answer before the test. It's up to you to take the time to study it so you can pass the test. Just like YouTube. Some people laugh about it when it comes to certain things, learning on there. But there's a lot of material up there for you to learn a lot of crafts. But do you take the time out to use the tools in front of your face or are you up there watching videos all day long? You know what I'm saying?
0: But well, people don't
1: realize things like that. But like I said before, I commend you You know, for going after your dreams, being a music artist, taking the money, flipping it, Investing into your next dream in life to actually completing the project in the film. And now the sky is the limit and I'm looking forward to whatever is to come next for you because I know you deserve that and more. So before we wrap this up, remind the listeners and the new listeners that are tuning in who you are, about the film, the name of the film, where they can find it and what's next and any other words to close this out.
0: Well, once again, I go by the name of Louis P. My film Ramel Carter is out right now on louisptv.com. It's on right now on YouTube. You can just type it right in, it'll pop right up, Ramel Carter, short action film. Check it out, get some popcorn, sit with your significant other and just enjoy it, man. And everyone chasing a dream out there, don't let anybody stop you, you know, they they, they they're always gonna, everyone that's successful that you look up to is once in the same position as you are, you know what I mean, there's always a way that's thats thats my model, that's my model, there's always a way
1: yes, and if you don't have a significant other, it is okay to watch the film by yourself because I watched it by myself when it first came out, <laughs> and I watched it by myself <laughs> recently, but yes, please, I'm going to, like I told um, some of the listeners earlier, I am going to put it up on um, my podcast, my radio show, and on my app, and all the information will be up there for you guys to um, check it out, I'm going to tag him in this um, recording once it's done, and for the ones who are in my um, inbox right now asking where's the information to... The um, films, you guys can check it out. I'm going to put it up there. And also remember, like I said a few minutes ago, please go check it out. Watch the film. It's a little less than 30 minutes. Take the time out to really support Louis and this film that he started from scratch by himself with his own money. He invested in himself, you know. And don't forget to comment And write your feedback. I don't think people understand how important it is for the feedback. We're not asking you to buy anything. All we're asking you to do is take the time out to check it out, enjoy it, and comment. Simple as that. It's not hard. (laughs) People don't understand them, them small little acts mean so much to entrepreneurs and people on the come up you know treat people the way you want them to be treated a lot of my listeners are people in the entertainment industry so you guys know better than anybody if you are an artist you want people to listen to your music you want them to relate and you want them to buy if you are into film you want them to go check out the the film enjoy it and tell others about it if you're a dj you want people to listen to your mixes Come to the Adventure Spinning Net, get they dance on, get they vibe on, and book you for your next gig. We all want the same thing, but at the same time, we have to treat people the way we want to be treated. And I'm asking you guys to take the time out to check him out, check out the film. Like I said, it's less than 30 minutes, leave a comment, and show some love. You know, because for all you know, you guys may be working together in the near future. Sky is the limit. And on that note, I want to thank you again, Louis P., for taking time out to be here on the T-Quest Show, live on my side edition. And um, we will be speaking again. Any last words for our listeners before we time this out?
0: Well, thank you for having me and everyone to tune in. Thank you for tuning in. And, you know, definitely head to my website, louieptv.com. Enjoy my short film enjoy i have a weekly podcast kicking it with kenya that's featured on my website too so every wednesday you can check out new episodes and just peruse the site you know what i mean there's a lot of good stuff on there and there's a lot of stuff to come so stay tuned
1: absolutely and i'm going to put the um title again in the comments because someone else asked again ramel carter correct back the mundo all right you guys your girl t quest (laughs) thank you again for listening to the t quest show live on my side edition remember you can follow me on all social media at t quest glm and download that t quest app in your google play store and your app store for free to keep up with the latest when it comes to your girl when it comes to the quest chronicles blog the podcast the radio show The music that we play 24-7, every genre on my mobile app. The pictures, the videos, and more. Shigeru T. Quest, signing out.